you're listening to the On My Soapbox podcast with me, Coach Ray Delahousie. Three, two, one. All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, This one's going to be short, uh, but very important. I wanted to talk about off-season, and the off-season is tough for many athletes because they they always want to keep pushing, right? If they think they're at rest or they've backed off, they're not really accomplishing what they want to, and they see taking a break as a letdown in fitness or taking several steps back when, in fact, the off-season is a perfect chance to recharge and work on weaknesses and take several steps forward even though you're doing a little less training I think the quality is higher so when I first began in endurance sports I never really truly took an off season Um, I didn't really know what it was and so I would finish swimming competitions and triathlon season and I would go straight into marathon training and racing so I would never really truly allow my body and my mind to actually rest and recover from a a long year of the training cycle. And I had recovery built into the training, right? But never true off-season in the sense of the word. And so throughout my journey as I began to learn more about the off-season, both as an athlete and a coach, and what it encompassed and the benefits I felt it became evident that that off-season is truly an integral part of the training process. And so when I actually worked at having a true off-season and giving 100% to that, I felt more recharged, more confident. I was less anxious about the coming year, um, and I was just in a recharged state of being. And I noticed I started to perform better in training and races the following year because of the off-season. So these are my tips to consider and put into practice during the off-season that helped me tremendously, and I've seen it help the athletes I coach as well. All right, guys, my first tip is be unorganized. So after your last race of the season, which is typically an A race, um, Take a couple of weeks off, no no real strenuous exercise of any kind. Uh, take it as a chance to be lazy, uh, watch TV, sleep in, read a book, things like that. Um, and if you do exercise, if you do go for a bike or a light run, you know, don't take a watch. Just go out and enjoy the fact that you can run and cycle, you know, no you're not worrying about intervals or hitting a certain pace or heart rate or power zone. Just go out and enjoy it. Enjoy the sport for what it is. Um, you know, just get outside and enjoy being outside again without having to worry about what your watch is telling you. And I think taking that approach to being unorganized, it just kind of recharges your mind and your body. Um, and it keeps you from really burning out going into next year's race season. All right, guys, tip number two, social exercising. 
So if you're like me, you've spent a lot of time during the season training solo. So take this time to exercise with friends, uh, running groups, let it be non-competitive. Treat it as a social aspect and social time uh, more than anything else. So great ideas to plan a ride or a run from a local coffee shop or a donut shop if you like donuts and keep it short, light, and fun. And make sure you spend a few hours after that socializing and just catching up with people. And it's a great way to recharge and keep you from not getting burnout with training. All right, tip number three, cross-train. So if you spent all season training as a runner, you've been training for a marathon, ultra, half marathon, whatever it is, Take this time to do something else besides run. So take up cycling, even swimming, strength training, uh, which you should be doing anyway. Uh, Yoga classes, group exercise, hiking, just do something different and fun. It's a great way to recharge the body uh, and the mind. Now, if you're a triathlete, right, you're you're doing all three. You're swimming, biking, running, strength training, So it's a little bit harder to find something outside of just running, right? Because you do them all. For me, um, I'll do stuff like hiking, uh, going for a walk, playing basketball, tennis, uh, things like that. Just something very different that's outside of the scope of what I've been doing all year long. And again, it's a great way to just recharge the body and the mind, have fun, and just not get burnt out. All right, tip number four, uh, which kind of goes back to tip number three, is the cross training, and it's strength training. Uh, Strength training is super important. It's super important during training season, but it's even more critical during the off season. So this is your chance to really focus on muscle weakness and imbalance because you're not doing as much running, swimming, and biking, right? So it's a great way to improve on that on that skill and strength training you know it helps prevent injury strengthens our core which the core is responsible for so much of our power in running cycling and swimming especially so it helps increase our muscle density and strength of our secondary muscle groups as well not just our primary muscle groups that we use a lot like our our quadriceps um so it also strength training allows you to get out of that singular plane of motion uh for instance that happens during running so strength training is also important as we get older right we we don't hold on to muscle as well our muscle deteriorates a little quicker as we get older so as we get older, both men and women, very important and crucial for training and race day success uh, and preventing injury to really focus on strength training. And for some people that could be a weakness and the off season is a great chance to, to work on those weaknesses. Okay. That brings us to tip number five, which is building your weakness. So during the off season, perfect time to work on a weakness and for most athletes they tend to shy away from a weakness and focus more on their strengths 
Your strengths are already strengths. You don't need to improve them. You need to maintain them, but you don't need to keep building a strength. It's a strength. What you do need to work on is building a weakness and taking that weakness and making it a strength. So if you struggle with swimming, which a lot of people do, um, or more specific, if you have a hard time with crossing over your midline in swimming, you know, use the off season as a chance to focus on this and make it a strength for next year. Work on not crossing over the midline because that really does affect um, your efficiency in swimming. Maybe your weakness is flexibility or, or core strength. You know, make it a priority to really work on your flexibility and having a, a powerful core. And that'll go a long way in becoming faster, stronger, remaining injury-free, and, and recovering a lot quicker. And that will go a long way into uh, next year's season. All right, guys, tip number six, racing recovery. So allow yourself during the off-season, you know, as I've talked about, to truly recover. So the off-season isn't the best time to sign up for like 10 different races. You know, just allow your body to take a break from that that type of, of training and, and racing. Uh, recovery does amazing things for the body. You know, while you can work on weaknesses and strength training, it's definitely important during the off-season just take a break from that organized race schedule um, and organized training. Uh, your body can only peak so many times per year. And if you're constantly racing without breaks, uh, you do increase the risk of injury and burnout. And you're likely to see less PRs from it than you would like to. So once I, I finish my last a race for the season I try not to race anymore until the following year um, I may do one or two fun runs or cycling events but they're very low key they're C type races I'll take breaks um, talk to people a lot so very very low key but just give yourself the opportunity to take a break from racing in that environment um, it'll go a long way the following year Tip number seven, goal setting. So after you allow yourself a few weeks to be to be lazy, uh, start thinking of outlining your goals for next year. Uh, something I do with my athletes as well. So usually in December, mid-December is when I'll give my athletes a little bit of uh, off-season homework. You know, ask them to you know, what are some things that you're thinking about accomplishing next year? Uh, give me at least one of your A goals. Uh, if you've got two A goal races, you know, give me those. And uh, any of your B races that are helping you achieve those A goals, those A races, if you can. Um, so it's good to kind of have an idea and start start thinking about that. And... It's good to have one to two A races, no more than that. Um, and then think about having two, three, maybe four B races that help you train for those A races. Uh, they can help you training with pace, nutrition, 
uh, things like that. Um, and then C races are the fun ones. Uh, you're not, you're not looking to PR, you're not looking to really practice anything. It's just really to go out and have fun with others and, and just enjoy, uh, running or cycling, uh, for what it is. And so the big thing to remember with goal setting is, is all your races can't be a races. Uh, your body just it doesn't work that way. And a lot of athletes that I've coached or have come in contact with, uh, they think every race is an A race or it has to be an A race. And it's once they learn truly what A races are, B and C races, um, they tend to put together better performances uh, during the year. So goal setting is definitely something that you should start thinking about in the off season to help you prepare for next year. And if you have a coach, uh, definitely make sure you sit down and discuss these, these, uh, goals with them for, uh, next year. All right. The final tip, tip number eight is food out, man. Allow yourself to enjoy and indulge in some of your favorite foods, uh, that you might've put on the no list during, uh, training and race season. Don't go crazy and go to the cheesecake buffet. Uh, but, um, do allow yourself some time to enjoy some of those foods before getting back into that strict training routine and, and nutritional routine. So, um, I try and allow myself one day during the week for the first month of off season, uh, to really enjoy stuff that I tried to, to cut out during training and race season. Um, and it's just another way that I find it helps recharge my uh, body and mind so I don't get uh, burnt out for next season. All right, so I hope these tips helped you guys out and gave you something to think about as you're going into your off-season. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast, and we'll see you next time.